Welcome to Divine Inspiration by Dantisha James. Today we are going to talk about the danger of strife. Yes, the danger of strife. One evening I had a knock at my door and it was my boyfriend's friend and he said that he needs your help to get him out of jail. I was upset because it was late and we got in a car to pay for his bondage. I mean, his for his bond money, sorry, for his bond money to then he can get out of jail and go pick him up. But it's more to this story. When I got to the jail, someone pulled up in my boyfriend, my ex-boyfriend's truck. Well, I'm going to say boyfriend right now because it's a story I'm telling you. My boyfriend's truck and it was another girl. I was so angry. I felt used. And when my boyfriend was released, I went straight to him and said, how could you do this to me? He walked past me and got in his truck with the girl and drove off. I was so angry at him. He kept calling and I wouldn't answer. Now, this all happened when I was younger. Now, I can say that strife, which is anger, bitterness is not good for ourselves. It is very toxic. My boyfriend that I used to be with is now my ex-boyfriend. And yes, I had to forgive him to move on with my life. So let's get into the word of God. You ready to get into the word of God? Let's get into the word of God. So we're going to go into Genesis chapter 13. Yes, Genesis chapter 13, verse 5 through 9. The word of God says this. Now, Lot, who was moving about with um, Abram, also had flocks and herds and tents. But the land could not support them while they stayed together, for their possessions were so great that they were not able to stay together. And quarreling arose between Abram's herders and Lot's. The Canadianites and the Parasites were also living in that land, in the land at that time. So Abram, Abram said to Lot, let's not have any quarrel between you and me or between your herds and mines, for we are close relatives. Excuse me. Is not the whole land before you? Let's part company. If you go to the left, I'll go to the right. If you go to the right, I'll go to the left. And so facing a potential conflict with his nephew Lot, Abraham took the initiative in settling the dispute. He gave Lot first choice, even though Abram, being older, had the right to choose first. Abram also showed a willingness to risk being cheated. Abram's example showed us how to respond to difficult situations, difficult family situations. One, take the initiative in result, resolving the conflict. Two, let others have the first choice, even if that means not getting what we want. Three, putting family peace above personal desires. So let's get back into the word of God. Let's go back to Genesis. Genesis chapter 13, verse 7 through 8. The word of God says this. And quarreling arose between Abram's hurdles and lots. The Canadianites and the Parasites were also living in the land at the time. So Abram said to Lot, let's not have any quarreling between you and me or between your hurdles and mine, for we are close relatives. And so surrounded by hostile neighbors, the herders of Abram and Lot should have pulled together. Instead, they instead they let petty jealousy tear them apart. Similar situations exist today. Christians often bicker while Satan is at work all around them. Arguments and disagreements among believers can be destructive in three ways. How can it be destructive? Number one. They damage goodwill, trust, peace, the foundation of good human relations. 
Two, they hamper progress towards important goals. Three, they make us self-centered rather than love-centered. Jesus understood how destructive arguments among brothers could be. What is strife? What is strife? Strife in the dictionary, strife is bickering, arguing, a heated disagreement, or any anger under the current. Strife is a, is a terrible evil spirit that creates the atmosphere and is one of the greatest threats to the body of Christ. Let me say it again. It is one of the greatest threats to the body of Christ. It makes you miserable and causes bickering, arguing, all sorts of things that offend people. In Mark chapter 3, verse 24 through 25, the word of God says this. If the kingdom is divided against itself, that kingdom cannot stand. If a house is divided against itself, the house cannot stand. And so any of the kingdom of this world in the kingdom of Satan, the kingdom cannot stand. Not long. It is internal brawls and divisions will soon bring it to dis dissolution in a family where the small or large cannot stand if it is divided against itself. The family is discord in disagreement will soon lead it from comfortable situation to one of the greatest distress. In James chapter 3, verse 16, it says this, For where in, um, envy and selfish ambition exist, there is disorder in every kind of evil. Envy, pride, anger, bitterness, jealousy, selfishness, dishonesty, they all have something in common. They are destructive and to wreck the homes of families. The more internal division and strife there is in a home, the quaker, the quaker and harder the home will fall. Since since homes are made of um, made up of sinful and willful human beings, having a home united and strong can be very daunting task. Satan would love nothing more than to see a Christian home fall to ruins. He works hard every day trying to make that happen. If you crack the door open, just a small amount of Satan will squeeze his way in and take up residence. Let me say this sentence again. If you or me crack the door open, just a small amount of Satan will squeeze his way in and take up residence. We need to guard our homes and our marriages, and we do that through complete and total surrender to God, through our Lord Jesus Christ. When we are surrendered to him, then we are on the same team, working to achieve the same goals rather than seeking our own selfish ways. Oh, my God. Let's go into Proverbs. Proverbs chapter 20, verse 3. The word of God says this. It is the one's honor to avoid strife. But every fool is quick to quarrel. You heard that? It is a it is a one. Hold on, let me say it is one's honor to avoid strife. But every fool is quick to quarrel. A person who is truly confident of his or her strength does not need to parade it. A truly brave person does not look for chances to prove it. A resourceful woman can find a way out of a fight. A man of endurance will avoid retaliating. Foolish people find it impossible to avoid strife. Let me say it again. Foolish people find it impossible to avoid strife. Men and women of courage can. What kind of person are you? Are you a foolish people who cannot avoid strife? Are you a person with courage who can avoid strife? 
It is not too late if you are a person who cannot avoid strife. You can repent of your sins, believe in the Lord Jesus Christ that he died for you, and, and he rose in three days as our Savior, and get back into the Word of God, and build a relationship with him, and get in the church before you can grow and learn as a Christian, as God will change your characteristics as he does all his children. Strife is a toxic into our body, in our mind, in our soul. It does more harm to us than good because of this evil spirit. In Proverbs chapter 22, verse 10, the word of God says this, drive out the mocker and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. Let me hear it. Let me say it again. Drive out the mocker and out goes strife. Quarrels and insults are ended. So chase away the scorner, the man and woman who has no respect for things human or divine, and disputes and ill feelings which they cause will be ended. Strife and reproach shall cease, which are caused by the scorner who stirs up continuances, continuances in strife in the old company where he he is where his family in the church's end, continually casting reproach on good men and things. But when he is cast out, everything of this nature ceases and peace and love take place. So you don't have to deal with a person who has strife. You can cast it out. You can pray for them. You can ask God to give you peace that suppresses all understanding. You don't have to be like that person who has strife. You can pray for God to intervene. So the cause of strife is underlined in sin. Let me say it again. The cause of strife is underlined in sin. What is causing the quarrels and fights among you? James chapter 4 verse 1 says, Don't they come from the evil desires at war within you? Strife can develop when a difference of opinion becomes a priority in a relationship. Strife is always occupied by pride and an un un unteachable spirit in one or both parties. And Proverbs chapter 13, verse 10 says, where there is strife, there is pride, but wisdom is found in those who take advice. When someone refuses to consider another viewpoint and demands his own way, strife is the result. Someone bent on strife will not allow compromise, nego negotiation, or humility. God hates strife in his church for several reasons. Why does God hate strife in his church? Let's look at this. Number one, strife destroys unity. Oh, my God. I can say this. I have been to several different churches. And it hurts me personally. Because they don't accept me as being a minister of the gospel. First of all, because their doctrine doesn't accept a woman to be a preacher. And it crushes my soul because I love the church family. And so I have to forgive them. But when it, where there's no unity, there is strife. There is pride. That, 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 that the, the Holy Spirit cannot work in that. Because that's not biblical. That is not in God's word. God rises up men and women to do his divine work. Let me keep going on. So number one, strife destroys unity. Unity based on the truth of God is so important to Jesus Christ. That is in his longest recorded in recorded prayer, he asked the father that his followers would be as one. As you and I are one. In John chapter 17, verse 22, anything that shatters the unity 
an enemy of the church and an enemy of God. Number two, strife is the opposite of love. And 1 Corinthians chapter 13, 1 through 3 reminds us that nothing we do as Christians is a vital to our faith as love. Love will not tolerate strife. Let me say it again. Love will not tolerate strife. And strife cannot exist where love rules. When we allow ourselves to become embroiled in strife, we have said no to love. Number three, strife confuses the watching world. The purpose of our harmony and love for each other is so that the lost world sees the difference in Christ Jesus makes us. When we display our petty striving before the world, we show ourselves to be hypocrites. We don't show ourselves to be children of the Most High God. Number four, strife alienates baby Christians. Strife alienates baby Christians. We cannot expect new Christians to behave like those who have walked with God for many years. Too often, the behavior of established church members drives away those starting on their journey with Christ. Number five, strife is a sign of worldliness and carnality. You are, you are still of the flesh, Apostle Paul told the church. For while there is jealousy and strife among you, are you not of the flesh and behaving only in human ways? In 1 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 3. Number six, strife distracts us from the ultimate purpose of making disciples. Jesus left us with, it, with one clear objective, make disciples of every nation in Matthew chapter 28, verse 19. Fulfillment of that command is Satan's biggest fear, so he keeps us tangled in our in over petty disagreements, disappointments, disputes, so that we limit our impact on the lost world. We limit our impact because we don't accept believers who God created them to be. We limit our impact as brothers and sisters, the believer of gospel and strife and envy and jealous inside the Lord's church. Hmm. So pastors and Christian leaders who use their position to discredit and sow discord among different denominations in Christians groups, should we reconsider their reproach Creating strife between brothers and sisters have never been a biblical solution. It's never been a biblical solution at all. While it is necessary to expose arrow and protect the flock from the false teachers, that is necessary, I understand that. But God has harsh words for those who create strife between brothers and sisters. Thank you so much for listening to Divine Inspiration. God bless you. Bye.